Vision Christian Radio bumper stickers are a practical way to show the world how much you love vision. New stickers are available now. Choose the I Love Vision sticker or your local frequency and proudly display your affiliation with Australia's national Christian radio network. It's more than just a sticker, it's a statement and might help someone you'll never meet discover vision and start looking to God daily. Whether you're parked or cruising through town, Vision Bumper Stickers will turn heads and spark conversations. Stick it, show it, and let everyone know you're tuned to Vision. Available now at vision.org.au slash stickers. Order your Vision Bumper Sticker today. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Imagine for a moment that you're blind and all of a sudden your sight is restored. Wow, what would that be like? How would that feel? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and it's just fabulous to be back with you today as we take a look at what Jesus did for you from a different perspective. And do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life, just at the moment. As a young man, I used to have 20-20 vision. But like just about everyone else, when you get to your late 30s and early 40s, the old vision gets a bit blurred and I needed glasses. These days... I wouldn't even think of driving a car or reading a book without the old multifocals. When you think about it, little by little, without us even noticing, our vision becomes distorted. It's like that with glaucoma too. Little by little, people lose their sight, and by the time they notice it, it's, it's just too late. Being able to see clearly is one of the most precious gifts of life. And if you asked anyone that's lost their sight, what would you like most in life? Well, one of the things that would be right up there on their list would be being able to see again. They say that seeing is believing. That's the old saying. But what we see tends to be influenced by how we look at the world. I guess that's why we call this program a different perspective. But when you think about it, the glasses I wear, they give me a clarity of vision that simply doesn't exist when I take them off. And, you know, when I go to the optometrist to have my vision rechecked, you know, every couple of years... They put all these funny little lenses in front of you and they flick them and you, is this one better or is that one better? Is this one better or is that? And it's amazing how many different perspectives you get on the world with all the different combinations and permutations of lenses that they flick, flick, flick in front of your eyes. Our view on politics, for instance, is influenced by our parents and by the socioeconomic group that we come from. Our view on the status of men and women in marriage and workplace, well... A lot of that depends on what we learned and what we believe. I remember as a young officer in the Australian Army, you know, I'd been through four years of training at the Royal Military College at Duntroon, and they were all blokes. I mean, women at Duntroon was just, I mean, that would never have happened. It does now, of course, but not in those days. And I remember as a young officer getting my first female boss. Can I tell you, I was devastated. I could not believe that I would be working for a woman, I was horrified. Now, I had the honesty to sit down with her and tell her that. I look back on that now and I think, how could I ever have had that attitude? I mean, that's a bizarre attitude. Where we sit really influences what we see and how we respond to it. There's a wonderful little story. I have used this occasionally. You may have heard it before, but I think it's a powerful one. 
written in the Naval Journal of the US. And it goes like this. It says, two battleships were assigned to the training squadron and had been at sea on manoeuvres in heavy weather for several days. I was serving on the lead battleship and was on watch on the bridge as night fell. The visibility was poor with patchy fog, so the captain remained on the bridge, keeping an eye on all activities. Shortly after dark, the lookout on the wing of the bridge reported, light bearing on the starboard bow. Is it steady or moving astern? The captain called out. Lookout replied, steady, captain, which meant that we were on a dangerous collision course with that ship. The captain then called to the signalman, signal that ship. We're on collision course. Advise you change course 20 degrees. Back came the signal. Advisable for you to change course 20 degrees. The captain said, send I'm a captain. Change course 20 degrees. I'm a seaman second class, came the reply. You'd better change course 20 degrees. By that time, the captain was furious. He spat out, send, I'm a battleship, change course 20 degrees. Back came the flashing light. I'm a lighthouse. We changed course. Our sense of reality can get really distorted by just the way that we're brought up and the way that we've seen things. What was the point of Jesus coming to this planet? Well, we've looked over the last couple of programs this week at what Jesus said about the reason that he came as the Son of God to be a man on this earth And the first two reasons we looked at were that he came to give good news to the poor and release to the captives. He actually told us that in one of the first sermons he gave when he began his public ministry. The third reason he gave was to bring recovery of sight to the blind. Now, he literally did that. He healed the blind physically, and it's a matter of historical record. But he also used that as a metaphor for our spiritual and emotional sight too. Now, maybe you think, well, that's a bit patronising, the notion that that we're not seeing straight, that that we need someone else to sharpen our focus. My perspective is my perspective. Your perspective is your perspective. They're equally valid. Why do we have to have one that's absolutely right? I was spending some time with some students the other night at a college where I teach, and we were doing a tutorial on effective communication. Obviously, the, the question of listening came up. And one young woman shared a disagreement or an argument that she'd had recently with her husband. And she said, you know, the crazy thing is that I agreed with what he said. We were actually in violent agreement. It was just the way he said it, the tone in his voice. I just snapped back at him. We talked about that as a group for a while. And we all do that, don't we? Why do we do that? Why why do we react that way? Well, because we put me at the centre of the discussion. The, the, The set of glasses that we look at that whole situation through is a set of glasses that says, my feelings are more important than what that person is saying. We'll get scratchy. Everyone does. But what's a more effective response? And we talked about that in the group. And one of the the elder men piped in and, and he sort of said, look, you know, everyone gets scratchy in a marriage. I think love is providing a space where my wife is allowed to be scratchy and I still love her. I mean, I accept that she can have scratchy days and I won't bite back at her. I thought, wow, that is, I mean, this is some experience and wisdom with age. Jesus said, the greatest among you will be the servant of all. Now, we all go there. We all have our blind spots, our own weaknesses, the impact on the weaknesses that we have on our own lives and others, our prejudices, the stereotypes. You know, all Asians are bad drivers. And so we put everyone in that box. And the moment you see someone who's Asian, you say, they must be a bad driver. Well, come on. Sometimes we dislike people and we just don't give them a chance. We have misconceptions. The crazy thing, though, is that we hang on to them for dear life. And should anyone criticise them, well, we fight to defend them. 
I mean, look at how many people vote for the same party in politics at every election only because that's the way their parents have voted. That is called dogma. Dogma happens at a political level, at a social level, in the level of attitudes of people. And dogma happens when our attitudes are more important than getting it right. When we hang on to bad attitudes and wrong attitudes for dear life, irrationally, we are blind. And Jesus said, I'm the Son of God. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. And now Jesus went out there and he told it the way it was. That's why they crucified him. You can have a look in the Bible. In John chapter 9 and 10, there's a man whom he healed on the Sabbath, which was the day of rest for the Jews. And all the religious leaders got in his face and said, how dare you heal this man on the Sabbath? You're doing work on the Sabbath. And Jesus said, what's the matter with you, you blind guys? You're the blind leading the blind. I love how Jesus brought sight to the blind physically, but also mentally and socially and spiritually and emotionally. One of the reasons he came is to help us to work through our blind spots. Would you ever have thought of that? Would would you ever think, well, that's one of the reasons Jesus came to this earth? He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. Now, we can reject that. We can say, no, that's not me. Or we can grab that with both hands and say, Lord, I want to have a better life. Show me my blind spots. remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.